Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled, I am Peter, that is Connor and we are going to talk about The Handmaid's Tales Season 1 Episode 9, it's called The Bridge, full spoilers for the episode as always. First things first, this is the first episode without flashbacks. Yeah, it was strange, wasn't it? And I ever even noticed there was no flashbacks until we got that little dream sequence where it showed you some glimpses of flashbacks that we'd already seen and I'm like, oh yeah, there's not been flashbacks in this one. No, I noticed pretty early on because I was... I was thinking going into it i was like right who are the flashbacks going to be this week yeah yeah and then i got about 10 minutes or so in i was like oh there aren't any i think it's because we followed uh janine like doing her plot and that maybe it was instead of flashbacks it probably was yeah yeah and i think that do you know what i appreciate that i appreciate that they were doing flashbacks with just with off glenn or offered sorry <laughs> for the first half of the season and the like it was a very good device it was just telling us a lot about her as a character about a lot about the world then they shifted to other characters to tell us more about them but also again more about the world and the mythology of the the, the show that we're in but now we got to this episode it was like well we don't need more flashbacks right now maybe we'll get more later but they didn't feel the need to do their format just for the yeah, sake they're of they're doing not the format. Yeah. I, I felt the same just when we shifted away from Offred's flashbacks because mm. it was like alright we've told the story with her that we need to for now yeah, I mean, we it could be more need, later. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, they're not going to do it just for the sake of it. Yeah, absolutely. So that's good. It shows restraint. I appreciate that. Um, and this, again, was a very focused episode. This was... Uh, where do we tackle first? We'll tackle... We'll tackle the Offred story. We'll, we'll save Janine till the uh, till last. Um, so Offred um, basically... Tries to make a pl- like oh, a lot of help made and she's the other one says nothing. But then the next day it's okay. There was too many years, right? You went to the Jezebels, get a package for us. Talk talk to so and so at the bar, get the package, bring it back. Tonight would be good. And of course she's quite rightly goes tonight. Like how much power do you think <laughs> I have in the house? <laughs> um, which like leads to the sort of the first very fascinating scene for me in this episode. Well, maybe not the first one, but the first one in this plot specifically that was really fascinating to me was when she goes to the commander and basically has to flirt with them and sort of, you know, drive them in the direction of going back to the Jezebel sooner rather than later. Yeah, and it kind of shows in a way she does have power. Obviously, it's not what you typically think of and obviously it comes with caveats, but she does get what she wants ultimately. To, to an extent, but I actually read it from a different direction. I read it as this was society was making her become what they were saying she was, in a weird mm. way, because they often they all, all always talk about how oh if uh, anything if a man is tempted to do anything it's the woman's fault like she's being the the you know the the cheat the one who's tricking him into doing something and it was almost like to me this was oh no that she's actually having to do what they, they think of women just to achieve something right now they've actually forced her into this corner. I get what you're saying. I was just reading it as she was using their expectations so that she could use it, but so she gets what she wants. It's, well, it's yeah, it's the both. It's both, though. Like the, the yeah. one doesn't get the other. Uh, I, yeah. I think she's playing to his ego. She's playing to the oh, you like giving me treats. You like feeling powerful because you you allowed me to do this. So I'm going to play that up. I'm going to yeah make you think I'm happy about it and uh, sort of go them into doing that again. And there's that great moment where he uh, says, "Oh, well, we'll have to wait, of course." And you think, oh, it's not going to be tonight. And it says, until everyone's went to bed, till the house is settled for the night. And you're like, oh, she did get exactly what she wanted. It is exactly tonight. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and of course, you, you feel 
like that that moment when she's uh when they're in the car again and Nick's kind of looking back at the mirror again he's looking in he's feeling kind of awkward and stuff and there's that moment where he says oh I'm glad you suggested an encore and there's just that moment where Nick looks back and she makes eye contact with him it's like yeah this was me I mean <laughs> I decided this yeah um and obviously she didn't do any of this to make feel Nick, Nick feel bad but uh, it's a byproduct yeah it's just this little moment it's like yep deal with it she's she, she doesn't seem guilty in this moment because of how he acted uh, yeah. last time uh, and I thought that was I thought that was that was fun uh, there was very little about this this show that I would describe as fun I'd use that but word it does have moments every so often doesn't it 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 does have moments yeah um so so that was that was that was really cool but so they they go to the thing and again it keeps playing with our our expectations and it's like this uh, suspense of he just casually drops oh we're going straight up to the room we're not going to the bar. Yeah. And it's like, oh wait, this is all for nothing. She's going to go through all this, and she's she's basically willingly offered herself for sex so she can maybe get to this package and help the the resistance, help Mady, and uh, she may not even get the chance. Um, yeah. And of course, so later on after the sex scene, which obviously cuts from the other sex scene and the other plot, which we'll talk about later, but. Yeah. Uh, very uh, sort of not ironic, but very sort of poignant cut to. Uh, yeah, it just shows the, the differences, doesn't it? Yeah, and she's sort of like she's not, completely not interested in what's going on, and then he looks at her, and she's oh she has to put the the face on and fake it, and make yeah, a little bit nice. he, he, she just pulls her head down, his head down, so that he can't see her face, yeah. so that she doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah, um, and obviously afterwards he's like, oh, you, you can, you can make noise here, you can enjoy it here, and it's. And obviously, we know she's not making noise because she's not actually enjoying anything. She's just going through the motions. Yeah, yeah. It's the bit where he says, "Oh, you can, you, you can be free here," and she's like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah, she's like, "I'll remember that for next yeah. time." And she's, it's just, it's, it sounds so cold because it is, com- it is a complete mirage of freedom. It's not real at all. Yeah. But of course, the next big sort of moment of suspense is like, "Oh, I, I know why you're here. I'm not a fool. I pay attention." It's like you're here, you're here to see someone, and I actually knew where this was going. It was kind yeah. of obvious in the last episode who she was sort of paying attention to, um. So he brings up Moira, uh, and like brings her in, and he 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 almost is like, oh, I know her too. Like, he's almost like he's he's going for a threesome at this point. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's the implication. Yeah, and obviously, even before we get to the scene with them afterwards, like I I love Alfred's reaction and how she 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 almost drops the entire like act. She just like, no, we're not friends like that. Like there's yeah. this. There's this added element of horror. It's almost like because Moira's seen her here and her weakness and her, like it's it's like for the first time, maybe maybe not the first time, but certainly she's almost become used to everything she has to go through in this world. That having Moira, a person from her past, seen her in the bed like this, is making her feel shame. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and there's it's this great moment of like this recognition on both their faces, but they they both feel awful. Uh, but then he's like, "Oh, you catch up while I go and I wash up," and they uh, they start to talk, and, and she reveals why she's there, and you know, I need the package from the bar, and Moira's like, "Wait, no, stop it! Like, stop this! Do what they say. We have to. Yeah. We can't escape." And it's continuing from what she said last time about how you can't get out of Gilead. You just have to deal with it. You have to be here and follow the rules, and and obviously. Offred's feeling rebellious at this point, given everything that's happened. Needless yeah. to say, and she brings up the one thing that I, th- I think hurts Moira. She's like, yeah, "But what about Hannah? You, you said we were going to find her, and you've given yeah. up." Um, and I think that's really what what the the, the crux of this scene is: is that 
Moira had given up. She, she, we'd always seen her to be the rebellious one, to be the but one she, who. She'd was... been broken, yeah. even in this place that is supposed to be freer. Yeah, it, she, it was this that's broken her essentially. She, she was always the more foul mouthed one. She would always speak her mind first. We'd seen this repeatedly in the flashbacks with, uh, with her, with, uh, with uh, Luke, with everyone, and she had given up and. It was almost like this, like another blow. And this show likes to do this, where it constantly gives you, like, just when you think there's a little bit of hope, now here's more misery. Here's more reasons to feel bad. Yeah, I think it's interesting that it's it's at Jezebel's that you know she was broken. It's the idea that you know when they're out in society and they're with their commanders, they're so repressed that they kind of have to fight back. Whereas this this slight little bit of freedom where they're given, you know, they can have drugs and alcohol or whatever. It feels where worse almost, yeah. Yeah, but it's almost just enough where they go, okay, we can accept this. Where they, they, there's just enough for them not to fight back. Yeah, and that, that, makes, that just makes them feel worse in the end once they realise that that's yeah, exactly. where they are and what they're doing. Um, and it, it, it just it has this really awful sort of depressing ending to this scene where like, she's crying when she leaves and she tells it to go and she's like, oh, you can get the package for me. And she just refuses. like, no, like, we're not doing this. Um, and... It is this heartbreaking scene. Like you, you, you really get this sense, especially obviously from we'll talk about Moira's perspective when we get to the end, because obviously that comes in. But Alfred's perspective here, it really feels like the the one person she knew from before, and she almost had this hope because she's seen her again last last episode. That that this this almost like um, person she looked up to, this person who was an inspiration to her to fight and to be strong. That the fact that she is broken is, I mean, that's why she's crying so much. It's not just that her friend won't help her. It's that she is so broken. She is the person she was trying to live up to to an extent. Yeah, and it's, I think that's, it's gone that's, now. that's part of why she went to Mayday in the in the first place, at the start of this episode, mm. is that she'd seen Moira and she remembered, you know, like, no, we, we could fight back. We did have a, we did try before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then again, this just feels like it's been taken away from her. It's just, and she feels awful. And then, of course, the way the commander just kind of like, pull yourself together when you leave. It's like, he just doesn't care about what she's crying about. It's like, yeah. get over it. Um, all, all of it's just a just just a, a facade of what, what like he's yeah. supposed to care. He's pretending he cares, but yeah, he doesn't. But he doesn't. Yeah, uh, which interestingly, I suppose we talk about Serena Joy's uh, side of this plot because she um, kind of is is feeling down herself, partly because uh, Janine's like sort of they have this ceremony at the start where they've passed over the baby to the the actual mother, the you know the commander's wife, and she's sort of a bit melancholic because she doesn't have a baby yet because she feels that she's been unappreciative of having a baby and the Martha like finds her in the kitchen looking for booze and they make with the nice and she she does let it slip that she thinks the commander's not here so I, was, I thought the commander had returned and she's like Wait, the commander was in his room and yeah. and they don't talk about it they just move on because you meet with the meet with the rituals meet with the ceremony and the niceties and everything they do um, but you know, Serena Joy actually kind of puts out kind of a, like a little, much like the commander lets Alfred away with something that she's not meant to do. It's like, hey, pour me a drink. You have one too. And neither of them are supposed to be drinking, uh, if I'm understanding the, the world right. I don't even think Serena Joy is supposed to be having drink. But mm. she's like, no, no, I'll do it, but you can have one too. And they have this moment. Um, but even I, this... I, 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 I do think it's interesting. I think Serena Joy, she's kind of mellowed since since we had that episode with her flashbacks mm. she's kind of mellowed to the audience in the sense that you know we see her with with the the friend with the baby this time and, yeah. and she's very much being 
a good person. You know, like she's actually going, hey, you should, you know, just be Do nicer. Because yeah. Um, yeah, there was this thing where uh, this other woman, I think it was a Martha, comes up and uh, looks at the baby, and the, it seems like once they have a baby, they have like an armed guard following them at all times. Because that guy was just sort of following. Yeah, along. yeah. I assume in public, yeah. just yeah. because obviously the, the the babies of the future, you know, can't yeah. be too careful. But he stepped in and was like, "Ma'am, piss off!" Basically, was his thing. Yeah. And you know, Serena Joy is the one who's like, "Oh, she was just saying hello to the baby," and like the, the other one was like, "Oh, he just can't be too careful. Can't be too careful." Yeah, but. Um, but yeah, even that small act, it's like she's becoming more of a human being to us. Yeah, but between that and obviously we got the the gift to Offred last episode. Although there's a lot of very dark speculation as to the intent of that gift. <laughs> yeah, there, there is. There that, is. That said, given this episode, I'm inclined to go more towards my optimistic interpretation I of the gift. I am as well, because like, like I said, the way she was talking with the mother, she was just talking to her like a person, not yeah. like a, a servant. Like she, t- We sort of saw her talking down to all her staff it, it, it early was, on. It was that, and also when the, the other, when the other uh, wife said to her at the end about... Uh, yeah, what's your husband? Men don't change. Like it was kind of the, the whole implication. Like, oh, we knew what happened with your last handmaid. Like, yeah. it, it, it felt less like she was involved with like helping her kill herself than that. Maybe maybe we were speculating at some point before. Yeah, kind yeah. of thing. So, but no. Uh, so the, the, this scene with the Martha though, I it goes into this thing where we find out that Martha had a had a son, and he died when he was nineteen in the war that led to this, and soon. Again, the, the, the show's very good at playing with the, the awkward silences between between the statements and sort of letting it sink in and maybe the double meanings there. And Serena Joy sort of responds by saying, oh, well, uh, praise him for his sacrifice. And I am, and they didn't actually bring it up in the scene, but I am convinced he fought on the other side. He did not fight for this world. He fought against it. I am willing to bet you money. It, it, it's likely. They, they, yeah. I was thinking that. And you can see she's thinking it because she doesn't ask. Yeah, yeah, she just she says... doesn't dare ask because if then then she has to give a a certain response. Yeah. But if if she doesn't ask, she can go. You know, well, he did he, he did his duty, so to speak. Yeah, regardless of what side it was. Yeah, he, he can just and they they just quietly stand there and finish their drink. And it's yeah, this moment of connection. It's it's this because we keep talking about talking about how the waves are also trapped and they also have all these restrictions. They're also not free, not really, and it's just kind of this moment of. Like even if they were on opposite sides, I I almost wonder if Serena Joy is like gradually getting to a point where she's like, you know, what what did I help do? <laughs> yeah, I, th- <laughs> what, I think it's I interesting done? as well that this is kind of the most free we've seen, or at least you know, like she's speaking the most openly, and yeah. it's when the commander's not in the house, it's when she is the power of the house at the moment. We, we seem to have tangented into Serena Joy's uh, plot here, so I just want to keep going because we yeah. we see that scene uh, at the end after everything else has happened, where she storms into where his like study is goes to the door and i actually it tells you how much this show has like conditioned me to like you know what they're allowed to do what they're not allowed to do that i audibly audibly let a little gasp as she opened the doors and walked in it was like yeah, oh, yeah. she went in and like <laughs> she's taking back power and she, she doesn't care anymore and i feel like w- w- as she tries to take back power he might resist and he might become more like more commanding to her and like no no know your place kind of idea and i feel like that's when maybe she'll greater realize like oh wait a minute like maybe i have to help fight back now kind of thing maybe not in those you know in those simplistic terms but just the idea that that'll spark the the revolution in her mind kind of idea yeah it makes sense to me um but no uh very good stuff but so back to back to offred um who who comes home and 
uh, that that kind of that kind of actually wraps up part on her own and everything else connects to the Janine. Yeah, possible. after that, it's the Janine stuff. Because she she because she has that dream where she's dreaming of her past life, and it's this, these moments of happiness, and then it's like th- thoroughly interrupted by Serena grabbing her and like shaking her, wake up, wake up, and we see that that the black van driving afterwards, and I'm like, wait, are they coming? Is this because Nick spoke to the uh, the other eye, the Martha at the yeah, the yeah it's really a case of what's going on. She's like, you need to come now. Like whatever yeah. is going on, it's clearly speed is urgent yeah i really thought oh, maybe the eyes are coming for i thought the eyes were coming for her she'd be taken away but then she'd be pregnant and that'd be how they'd have to let her back to the house kind of yeah because thought... they, they they did ask if she'd like she was like oh she asked for a rags yet this yeah. month yeah so no i, I think uh like, my mind was circle you know just going in circles with possibilities um but of course it, it turned out to be janine so Janine at the start had to give up her baby. She was very reluctant, of course, and she even said to uh, offered in the way out because all the all the handmaids lined up in this little sort of almost red carpet esque sort of thing to the to the van. Uh, she's going off to her new house, her new family, to hopefully birth another man's child. And I obviously Janine goes up and hugs Offred as she passes her, and Offred even does the. Th- she even like you know oversteps her boundaries a little bit, and she says she's like uh, you know. Uh, Aunt Lydia, and Aunt Lydia's like, what? Like, how dare you come out and speak to me? It's like, is, does she seem okay? And she, she just genuinely asks. And Aunt Lydia's, you know, spe- doing the whole, uh, oh, she should be an inspiration to you. She, she's stronger than you think, and uh, she's moving on gracefully. And of course, we, no, she's not. She, she's obviously, I think her, her story's been building to tragedy the entire season. Yeah, you can kind of see that yeah. she, she's been delusional. She's been all these things. Uh, and she, she was says, always a bit too unstable to to function in this society, wasn't she? Oh, absolutely. And she even says to Offred, "Oh, he's going to come for me." Because she remember she spoke to her a few episodes ago about how the commander wants to take her, run away, and be be a happy family with the kid and all the rest of it. And we we know that's a lie. It just feels like a lie. Uh, and we we see her at our new house, and she's she's going, and it almost like. The, the the ceremony where she comes in and the, the and to be fair the, the the wife has been very nice to her like nicer than we've seen any of the other wife's been she's like oh come yeah, on honey like you know, lie down and we're in this together and she's been very very like sort of she seems almost genuine yeah it did feel kind of genuine and I wonder if that's a, a byproduct of the fact that they know she successfully had a had a baby with another commander it could be or it could be a case that they're just better people they, they, yeah, yeah maybe they, they just don't see her as as a as a tool they're like no she's still a person that just she's just fulfilling this role as well but she 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 is horrified about what's happening to her possibly more than she's ever been in any previous ceremonies we've never seen her in a ceremony before but just get just comparing it to offred's various ceremonies yeah, yeah, we've yeah. seen she, she's really horrified and i think to me that read as it's because if she does have a baby she's now felt the pain of it being taken away of her daughter being pulled away from her, like that—that that almost it makes it worse than it ever was before. Knowing what the end result may be, because she's had yeah. to go through that, and and, and she freaks out and she's like, "Oh, where's where's Warren? Is he coming for me?" Because she's—I think she's what, off Daniel. I think the new name was Daniel now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and that—that's the last we see of her until Offer's walking up and she's taken out to the bridge, and we see we see Janine on the on the edge of the bridge with with the baby, and. The the commander and the wife are shouting at her. They're, they're they're pretending to be nice, but again, it's an act. It's trying to yeah. just talk her back off the edge of the bridge, and she starts shouting at all the things like you know I did all these extra things for you that the wife's not meant to know about, which gets him into trouble because we see the eyes coming to speak to him at the end. The yeah, they take him away. Um, but 
you know, it's all very tense. And Lydia, and I think this maybe shows Lydia, despite the fact that she is clearly, like, you know, she, she's poked out people's eyes for talking back to her. Like, she's yeah. clearly over a line. She's not sympathetic, necessarily. But I've spoken about how she does actually seem to care about her, her, uh, her cattle, if you will. Yeah, I think it's not that she's not evil. She is just a genuine believer and thinks mm. she's doing right. Whereas, obviously, a lot of the commanders are hypocrites and we see that. Whereas yeah. Lydia just... I think she genuinely believes she is doing the right thing. Yeah, I can see that. But she has this idea. She, she's the one who thinks, yeah, we'll get get offered because they're friends. She, she uses that word. And I almost didn't think before Lester were even allowed to have friends. <laughs> like, But she uses it. She's like, no, they're friends. Let her speak to her. Um, and then there's that other great moment, going back to the Serena Joy stuff with the commander, where the commander says to the other guy, no, no, let her try. It's like he's sticking up for her, and it cuts to cuts to Serena Joy's face, and she's like, hmm, why, why is he stepping in to kind of speak up for her? Because yeah, yeah. as much as we know he is a complete hypocrite, as much as we see that he doesn't really care for her, there is maybe kind of partly a connection there where he is he does feel the need to come in and say well, that. Well, I think he, he does have a connection, because that's kind of his whole objective was... Mm. He was struggling because he had no connection. Yeah, he still wants to be the one in power. He still wants to have her to be second class, as it were, but he does there have is, a connection. There is yeah. a connection of some sort there, because that that's, that's what he needs. And she, and she recognises that, and combine that with what the other other wife says to her afterwards. Uh, yeah. You can see why Serena's starting to put things together. Um, but yeah, so Offred comes up, and actually, I want to point out like that the music in this scene was fantastic. It was also fantastic oh, earlier on. It was uh, the car ride home after mm-hmm. the, the Moira scene uh, where she's just in the car and she just feels broken. The music in both these scenes was fantastic. Like the Some of the best it's been all season. Yeah, uh, really exceptional. It was really putting in the emotion of the scene and here again it was this, there was a little bit of the, the female vocals coming in. in the, yeah, and then in uh, this, this nice piano. Yeah. Big, big massive reverb on it. It sounded great. And she comes up and she talks to her and she, she calls her Janine and she said it kind of quietly but I, I almost like the idea that she would have the balls Pardon, pardon the expression. She, she would have the balls here to just say Janine in front of everyone. And like, honestly, I think they'd let her get away with it just out of desperation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think they'd overlook it because they're like, you do what you need to do to get her and yeah. get that baby down. As, as far, I think that's what they're all thinking at this point. And I'll be honest, the scene was somewhat mapped out in the sense that I predicted she'll give the baby up, but she's still going to jump. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of seen it going that way right from the start. But it didn't really matter because the entire thing, like the emotion in the scene... And Alfred trying to fight and be like, no, you have to, like, we're going to do all these things. Things will go back to normal. Even if she believes it or not, maybe she has to believe it because she does have a daughter. And she's like, because I actually think this scene subverted some uh, tropes here with suicide scenes. Because you know how you have the person up on the ledge and like, I'm going to kill myself and someone tries to talk them down. I feel like I've never actually seen a scene like this where the person about to jump turns around and says, join me. <laughs> jump yeah, as well. well. that's true. I don't think I've ever seen that before. And, really... and I think it works because there is a moment of contemplation where it's like, maybe it would be easier. And it yeah. works because she is at this most broken point that we've seen yeah. since the start of the show. It, it works because not only is it like a, an interest... The reason why it works is because it's like, Offred, probably, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Like We see that handmaids want to kill themselves and she, she probably would. And then the reason she gives, like she thinks about it and she's like, no, I can't because I might get my daughter back. I have to survive for her if i might yeah. find her kind of thing um by the way I, i'm i'm telling you now that the scene where i we finally see her reunited with hannah is going to break me I, I can i can just tell you that it's going to do it right now probably is yeah you're es- right especially if she's been assimilated to the 
the, the new uh, ways. Yeah. That, that's the question. Like, there's no guarantee that she'll be a, a handmaid either. There's no guarantee that this is you know, genetic. I mean, uh, yeah, it depends how... Uh, I mean, given how old she is, she may still just be in school, but the idea that they've made her a believer, that she believes in this society kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like she's on track to become like an aunt or something. Yeah, if not a handmaid herself, yeah, depending yeah. on biology. But yeah, it, it just... Oofed. But no, like the, the scene works. Like when she turns around and says, join me, like you, even before you look at Orford's face, like I buy that she would maybe want to at this point yeah like i say it's 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 clearly something that a lot of them would think about as it's just it's an easy way out of this horrific she, life she, she even says it uh join me and we'll be free exactly yeah we'll be and, free yeah and combine that like if you said that at any point i think any like any of them would consider it but yeah given how broken she was from the previous scenes with moira and like i say this is the probably the worst state of mind she's been in since like the first couple of episodes, which is saying something. Yeah. <laughs> so it, they're like the the she would really consider her at that point. You you have to think. Yeah, um, and obviously everything builds up. You know, end of the last episode she was in the cupboard and she looked distraught. We've seen her look broken so many times, and yeah. this is like, and it's almost the hope that she had. Oh, maybe I can help. Maybe I can help Mary fight. And then like Moira just like it, it just didn't work. Like she didn't get a chance to do it. And like she's at this this point, and uh, I just want to point out the beautiful shot as well. Uh, just it's just as uh, Offred's walking up to her, the camera goes behind Janine, and it's just you just see the red cloak in the hood. That's great, isn't looking it? out at the the cold ocean. Uh, in fact, that reminds me one of one of one of the little funny lines is uh, when she speaks to the handmaid earlier on. She's like, "Oh, we've been blessed with uh, good weather." She's like, "It's freezing." <laughs> she's like, "It's yeah. freezing, bitch." Shut up. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but no, fantastic scene. Her jumping's great. The way everyone sort of rushes and uh, everyone, you know, it's in, it's in slow motion and Offred's just like standing there with the baby as everyone's rushing to the edge until the, the wife comes up and takes the baby from her. Uh, but the whole thing's just expertly done. Uh, and it's just, it's another example that this show, almost every episode there's been a standout scene where it's just like edgier seat emotional storytelling. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's a credit to it that obviously it's had this overall narrative of a season, but every episode has maintained its own focus and felt like it's had a, an episodic episodic thing. Yeah, yeah, it's, each episode's felt very focused. I, I think, I, I, th- I honestly think this has a, been a masterclass in TV writing. Just, just in, Oh, absolutely. And, and a lot of other ways too, sure, but like certainly just from the point of structuring and how each episode has felt like fulfilling on its own as a meal, but it's had yeah, an overarching thing. Yeah, I think like, a lot of shows struggle to do both. Like A lot of shows will have like either a great overall narrative or each episode will be great but to have both yeah. it's it's something that's very rare yeah or you at the complete opposite end of the spectrum is iron fist which yeah obviously that has neither, neither. <laughs> yeah so you know um but no great great scene and obviously we're broken at this point we, we had the scene with Serena joy but we, we have off off we go to the butcher she's getting meat for and she she can barely say the phrases she's like struggling to speak she is beyond broken at this point she is at our worst possible moment and the butcher's like oh I've got a good good cut good cut for uh, the commander and he pulls out the meat but he also pulls out another box and gives her both things and it cuts to the, the butcher like his, his side of the, this shot and I I know he's just like a bit character we're probably never going to see again but I think for the, the, the 10 seconds of screen time he had his acting was perfect yeah yeah just like the, the almost subtle smiles like, like I'm here yeah it's like like I'm here to help Was someone 
you've, you've got an ally. Like I know things are bad, but I'm trying. Like he's part yeah, of the resistance. It's, it's, it's like look, some of us men are on your side too, as well. Like because yeah. her, obviously, the only one she's interacted with are, uh, are women. Yeah, yeah, and it, obviously, like even though Nick's sympathetic with her, he's still clearly being an eye. He's talking to the Martha. Uh, right, exactly. Know, uh, he's still clearly doing that side of things. Um, and uh, but no, just just the look in his face, the the little smile. It's like, hey, we can we can do something, um, yeah. and it's just it's just kind of perfect. It's, it's it's exactly what she needs, and of course she like she finds a, a spot afterwards, and she pulls out the little note, and I cannot tell you how much I laughed at the praise be bitch. Here's your damn package, <laughs> um, and it's just it's just it's uplifting. And I actually thought the episode was just going to end there. I, I thought it was going to cut. Yeah, to that's title. that's a great. That's the moment. A lot of these episodes have ended on a moment of hope. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I think, was it last time we had her in the cupboard? You know, you're not alone. Yeah. Like, that's a moment of hope for, maybe not for her, but for someone else. And a lot of them have had that. And I thought, oh, okay, this is that moment of hope. But you no, it, it cuts to how this happened. It cuts to how... how Because I would have accepted that she just found a way to get the package to someone who would take it to the butcher. Like, I wouldn't... Yeah, I, I'd buy that she'd yeah. know who's sympathetic because she's in there and she sees yeah. them all and, you know. Like, I, I, yeah, I would have been fine with it. But then, but then we cut to this flashback, essentially, of how it went down. And we see Moira, like, you know, grab something out of the toilet, like this big... It's, it's not actually a weapon, it's just something she's using as a weapon. It's like a part of a thing. It's very reminiscent to, you know, when they did their escape yeah, before. Yeah, I thought that. Out the toilet. I thought that, because even the way they dress up as well. Uh, but yep. she, we just see her go into the room, and then we see her open the door, and she's dressed as the eye in the van, and yeah. she's just on her own. She has some blood in her hand, and she's just... She, she has a look in her face. It's like she's reignited who she is. She's become Moira again, yeah. and it's because of her encounter with Offred. It was almost like she didn't realise she was broken. She didn't realise she'd given up until yeah. she saw June. What's it, June? She, until she saw June, and she had that, that conversation, and she realised that she had given up fighting. Yeah. And it, it is kind of about inspiring each, everyone else. We talk a lot about... Whenever we talk about superhero movies, we talk about how they, they're there to inspire everyone else and how, that, how why that's important. And it's kind of like here, you know, they're, they're their own superheroes. They have to inspire each yeah, other. Yeah, they're all, they are all inspiring each other. It is this kind of... Yeah. Blanks. Obviously, Moira inspired her at some point, and it like even to some degree, Janine has inspired her. But now yeah. she's inspired Moira, Which, and by it the all way, go around. Janine's not dead; she's lying no, in she a hospital not. bed. Uh, so, uh, that, and I wonder if that's how we're going to end up with some more uh, off Glen. Finally, I've been missing some off Glen ever since her rampage. Maybe we'll never see her again. But <laughs> I really won't. But you, you want more, don't you? I, wa- I do want more. I want some more off Glen. Um, but no, that's how we end it. We end it with uh, Moira finding herself again. It's like yeah, she, she just smiles into the the we see it in the mirror. Yeah, she's she, she's 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 Moira. She, it's almost like Batman putting on his cape again after years of not being Batman. <laughs> that's what it feels like. Yeah, this does because obviously it's very very similar to the escape attempt before. Yeah, and it, it feels like no, it worked then. You know, she got as far as she did. Why not again? Why not do it the same again, basically? And it makes me wonder, like, in the finale, because next next week's the finale. We're, we're hitting the end of the season. I know. Uh, it makes me wonder. Okay, what what is Moira's story going to be? Is she going to make it out? Is she going to get to the look and stuff, or is she going to be? Because I imagine she can't pretend to be a man for too long. Because I mean, essentially, that's what she's doing right now in the outfit yeah, and yeah, the car. It's you think it's going to fail when she gets to checkpoints? Uh, exactly. You know, any any yeah. severe checkpoints, anyway. That she won't stand up to that much scrutiny. No, so I I just like how far she's gonna get. Is it gonna end in misery? Um, I'm still kind of half expecting the final cliffhanger to be that uh, Offred's pregnant. I am too. Uh, it just kind of makes a lot of sense for it to be that. 
Um, but no, they've done a great job crafting this season. It really feels like we're going into the finale. Like this feel this felt like a big kind of moment where we have a main character who's on the run, as it were. Or yeah, out, and out again, it's it's ending on another moment of hope. It's no, we can do this. We can fight back, and we can be who we are. Yeah. So no, great episode, and I say that every that? week. But this was one of the best. <laughs> It, it has, it has consistently, you can say that like all of them, like, it's one of the best. It's like, damn it, it's going to be really hard to actually pick and choose to rank between them. Yeah, see, see when we get to the end of the year and we're doing our top 10 episodes of the year, we limit ourselves to one per show. Uh, yeah, like, I, I don't know, at this point, out of the nine we've had, I don't know what I'd pick because they've been very consistent. They have been. There's maybe been one or two that weren't as amazeballs, but they were never bad, certainly, and... Like, yeah, yeah, they're all very close together, though, aren't they? In terms yeah. of, you know, like maybe there's two, three that you go, okay, those are the weaker ones, but then all the, the rest of them, it's like that other, you know, six, seven. But it's almost like, like they're only the weaker ones because they just happen to be at that part of the story, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Whenever they have, they have an important part of the story, they knock it out of the park. Is is this insane? But that that is Hammy's Tale episode nine. Let us know what you think of the episode in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff helps us out. Um, get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz. You can also head over to patreon.com slash TV if you want to support the channel uh, and throw us a couple of dollars. You can do that in there and uh, see some of the bonuses that are there. Uh, but that is us, guys. So thank you very much for watching. Uh, once again, have you got any vanilla? <laughs>